Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Home Remodeling Week. Uh, and besides me embarrassing myself by showing how bad, it, bad I am around the house, we're trying to see what we can learn from some metaphors about home repair and home remodeling uh, that can help us with our leadership and executive presence. So today's episode, episode 243, is about lawn problems. And the lawn problem I had when we first moved into our house in Oakland, New Jersey, uh, many years ago, maybe close to 10 years ago uh, at this point. So when we first moved in, there really was no lawn because uh, they, there had been an old house here which had been you know, torn down and then rebuilt upon. Um, so the lawn was really just dirt. Um, and so uh, it was kind of up to us to get the lawn made and we hired someone to come and you know, prepare the lawn and put seed and then they put the hay over it. And I remember him telling me, you know, it's really important. And I remember reading this too, that you have to really water the lawn well. Otherwise, the seed won't take and you'll just end up with patchy bits and pieces of attempted lawn. And wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what happened. And part of the challenge was that we didn't really have a good system to deliver the water. Um, my wife was at home with my son and they would go out and water and then sometimes I would help, but really it was mostly them um, trying to do it on their own. And it's kind of a difficult job. I mean, we don't have a huge lawn, but it's big enough that you're not really going to get the job done uh, easily with a hose and a few sprinklers here and there. So um, basically we ended up with that predicted patchy lawn. It was pretty terrible. And the first year when you move into a house, you kind of get a buy. You kind of get an excuse because people understand you just moved in, you're settling in. So if there's something wrong with your house and something not, you know, not quite right and, you know, uh, expected for the neighborhood, I feel like people give you a little bit of slack. But in the second year, then they start to be like, well, why aren't you taking care of that? So the second year came around and it was, you know, warmer and, and now we can try to make a second attempt at the lawn. And I just kind of knew and, and my wife knew that it just the same thing was going to happen again, right? It wasn't reasonable to expect her and my son to water it all or for, you know, even with my help for that to really make a difference. It just would have ended up the same or, or worse as last year. So we bit the bullet and we invested in getting sprinklers installed. So the sprinklers were automated and then we asked the guy to set them for us. So, um, you know, it would be for like a new lawn rather than for a healthy lawn because you have to water it more and more often. And wouldn't you know, at the you know end of that period or, or beginning of that summer, we had, I won't say a beautiful lawn, but like a normal looking lawn, like a reasonable lawn like anyone else uh, in our neighborhood would have. Not the best lawn, but certainly uh, not the worst lawn either. And it got me thinking about all the effort that went into place to seed the lawn and put the hay on and even some of the watering. And it was just destined to fail. And what a shame that was, not just in terms of the money, but just kind of like the wasted energy and efficiency and, and the kind of the bad feeling you get from participating in a hopeless, <laughs> hopeless enterprise, right? And, and 
um, you know, full disclosure, mostly my wife and, and son out there sprinkling. It wasn't it wasn't me. Mostly I was at work. So it got me thinking, how many times do we at the office or now that we're working from home uh, engage in things that really don't have a chance of succeeding because either we don't give it the support it needs or the organization isn't putting in place the support it needs for that, let's call it investment, to thrive. And what a difference it makes, just like the difference it made when the sprinklers were in place, it was automated, you know, it was kind of foolproof, it was just going to happen and it was set to thrive. What a difference it makes when you have some investment and do things the right way, that the same thing you attempted before, right? The seeds, the hay, everything was exactly the same. It wasn't like we did anything better or worse the first or second time, but look at the difference in results. So it just got me thinking, you know, today would love for you to consider, do you have the support in place you need to let the investments you're making thrive, whether that's in your personal or professional development, whether it's a new program you're rolling out at work, do you have the support in place to help those investments thrive? And if you don't, what can you do to get those investments in place or sort of shift to something else until those investments are in place? Because what I would hate to happen is what happened to us our first year where we did that investment and it did not pay off because we didn't have the support structure in place. Well, I just want to give a quick note before I sign off that um, we're almost at a year end of Executive Presence Morsels, and I've been thinking um, about what to do with this podcast. We've been podcasting daily uh, every weekday since July of last year, and I'm seriously considering, this is probably the way I'll go, um, shifting to a new daily podcast uh, with a similar but slightly different topic. It'll be called Diversity Bites. Um, it'll be focused on leadership from uh, an inclusion and belonging perspective. So a lot of the same topics and you know, part of when I talk about executive presence, I do talk about the diversity angle. Um, but what I'm feeling is having two daily podcasts definitely um, would be a little bit more uh, than I could handle. And I am kind of shifting uh, into this space a little bit. So hopefully uh, you'll join us uh, when we shift over after I meet my year end commitment and it'll be just as enjoyable or maybe even more so or helpful to you or others that you work with. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. 
You are highly skilled, highly recommended, and highly motivated. You step into the arena and suddenly... Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel, only to be met by a person who is surprised you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, you'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Home Remodeling Week. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host. And today we're going to talk about painting your rooms and what that kind of led me to learn about executive presence and leadership. Now, first of all, I want to say I'm a little bit disturbed that I found out fairly recently that I think I'm slightly colorblind because um, my wife had gotten some swatches of something and I was like, oh, you know, that's green or that's blue. And she was like, no, it's not. And I totally kind of had the wrong color. And I've come to realize maybe I am like slightly colorblind. I mean, not to the point where I ever really noticed it before, but um, in certain shades like purple and brown, green and blue, I does seem like I do have a little bit of a color blindness to it. So a little bit shocked to learn that about myself. I don't think it's been dangerous to me in any way, but um, it's a little bit funny, uh, the things that you find out, um, you know, when you're around other people and they're kind of, uh, you're, they're interacting with you because I probably never would have noticed that myself. Well, today I want to talk about um, the time where we were painting our house. This was our Boulder House in Hackensack, New Jersey. Uh, and Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel. So.